me, I have it set to where like I can't go live, but I do. It's working. I just checked. All right. All right. All right. Now we are officially live. All right. Sorry, everybody, for the technical difficulty there. I uh, was just having fun. We we're trying to set this up through Zoom and it has been a little bit of a disaster. But first off, thank you, everybody listening. Um, welcome to the final prediction show of the 2022 Oscar season and what has seemed like the longest Oscar season. It, felt, it feels even longer than last year, but... I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we will be breaking down each of the categories, who we think will be taking home the trophies, and so much more. As always, I am joined by my co-host here, Kenzie. How are you today? Um, I, so everyone else is like freaking out about actress and picture, and I have spent all day going over animated short and editing. I've probably changed both like 75 times and I'm still not sure when we get to each of them, what I'm going to say. Um, I really felt I just, like I was bored. Right. But now that we're kind of in the crunch time of everything, I'm like, it's so Kyle Buchanan tweeted it. He was like, you guys complain that it was stale and like very predictive. And now that it's like, there's like eight or nine categories. We have no idea what they're going to be. Everyone's complaining. And I'm like, it's fun. I love it. I This is what I want of an Oscar season. But it's just all the yelling that I'm not a fan of. But when you're like, like, because I have a baby. So when I am not on Twitter, I'm like, this is the most fun season ever. Yeah. It's just when you log online that you're like, this isn't fun anymore. But like, honestly, I really love it. I think it's really cool. I wish I liked all the movies more. So this was more fun. But it is very fun to not know like what's going to happen. I just wish we were seeing them all live. Yeah, that is a huge issue. Um, and like, is it- Vanessa Hudgens on the red carpet going to tell me who won editing? Or maybe Rachel Zegler will hand out, you know, who wins best cinematography. You know what I mean? Who knows? You know what I'm saying? We have no idea. We don't. Or some TikTok viral sensation will be handing, you know. Okay. I just want to say, I thought today when the Hollywood Reporter posted that um, influencers were going to be doing something backstage, which I just want to preface, I'm totally fine with because it's backstage. As long as it doesn't interfere with what's going on, I don't really care. It's their way of getting more people interested. Who cares? But then I realized it's an Instagram, not TikTok. And I was like, Instagram influencers? Like, is that even still a thing? Yeah. Like, I was like, I thought, <laughs> like, I thought I was behind that I didn't use TikTok. But like, we're back to it. I, I like, so I'm like, are they just old and don't realize like they need to get TikTok? Or like, did we go back to Instagram and I missed it? Like, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't either. I feel like we're, they're always like one step behind everything as is. Yes. And this just is not this, this entire fiasco of, of presenting is, is, is insane. So there's so much to break down. There's so much to talk about. Um, Kenzie and I went back and forth and on a lot of different things. I literally felt really good about my, not, my, my predictions. And I love Kenzie and I love talking movies with her, but nobody makes me doubt everything I'm thinking more than she does. And it's, I'm just saying like, and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I feel good. And then 
Kenzie's like, well, when's the last time this or this happened? So then I start going down this rabbit hole of figuring out, like you sent me, like, what was the last time of film one only acting and editing? And it was like, all right. Oh, and you said there was a raging bull. I was like, oh my God, let me check. Yeah. And I literally went through like all the okay, things. I, I don't know if anybody else does this, but instead of Googling shit, I just, cause I like the way Wikipedia, I know you're not supposed yep. to use Wikipedia, but I like their format. So like, I just go through each year and I'm like looking and looking and I'm like, but then it gets confusing when you go too far back because certain categories are no longer there or like things have been added. So they're like out of order and you're like looking for so long. And then you're like, I'm looking at visual effects, not editing. And you're like, because it moved over one. And exactly. then I got to I got to the years where there were like two score categories, like comedic and dramatic. And I was like, it doesn't matter if I'm going this far back. Like the stat doesn't matter. Like uh. <laughs> it's just going down this continuous rabbit hole of just like, and there's so many people like it's funny to me because you'll have the people that are like super like, well, these stats are important. But then the stats only matter when it don't, don't matter whenever it's what they're predicting, right? You know what I mean? Like. You brought yeah, a valid so, point to the scenario of like the whole Will Smith and editing. So if King Richard wins editing and 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 he wins best actor, it'd be the first time since the Raging Bull for it to, to happen like that. You know what I mean? Like to me, it's crazy. Another fun fact that I found going down this rabbit hole, eight sports movies have taken home best editing. See? Which is and like the whole actor and editing thing, it's like a sports movie, and then it's like I also just like think of like, I don't think Will Smith and Robertson are like the same level, but like, it's also like kind of the same age, like the same kind of path kind of like, I was yeah. just like, I just <laughs> had to, I had to stop looking outside of like, because I feel bad going back even to like the departed era. Like, I feel like that's too far back. So right. I was like, when I got to Raging Bull, I was like, I don't think this matters. Like, I don't. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. It's crazy. So with that being said, we do have 22 categories, 23, obviously with going big with uh, best picture, but of course we are going to do the right thing and tackle best picture last. So I'm going to attempt to share my screen again. I don't know. It went well, I think for me last time, but we're going to try to do it again. And just, I'm going to have this on the screen just for whenever we are going to go through them. But Kenzie, I'm going to have you pick a number one through five. And this is how we're going to randomize when what what uh, categories we're going to talk about in the order of which we're going to talk about them. So pick a number. I'm just going to do one. Just. <laughs> I'm so scared about editing. I just don't want it to be first. All right, here we go. Here's the lucky swing. Okay. All right. So the supporting actor is last. That's interesting. Film editing is 21st. That's pretty, this is a pretty good little layout. I feel like it landed it pretty solidly. Great. So how we're going to land on these categories, folks, is visual effects, international feature, cinematography, director, animated feature, costume design, animated short, documentary feature, uh, actress, actor, supporting actress, sound, Live action short, score, original song, screenplay, makeup, doc short, adapted, production, film editing, best supporting actor. And then of course, we'll close it out with best picture. So this is going to be fun because several of these categories 
Um, Kenzie and I are, are, we stopped sharing because there was one thing I saw this morning that was like, oh my God, what is Kenzie doing? Which then of course, sent me down another rabbit hole of just wanting to jump off a bridge. So instead of allowing her to let me continue to do that, she decided she was no longer going to share some of her surprises with me. But first up, best visual effects. There's no surprise here. Yeah, there's there's really not. It's we both have Dune, so yes, I feel like as does everyone. <laughs> Is it right? It's like, like it's the one. <laughs> it's really funny too that like I so the only movies I haven't seen are Shang Chi and Free Guy, but everyone told me the visual effects are really bad in Free Guy and like Shang Chi, it's like they're fine. So I'm like, okay, I didn't miss anything. Those are the only two out of the entire nominees I didn't see. I didn't love Free Guy as much as everybody else did. So it's 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 Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds or slash Deadpool. So it is what it is. Um, which is crazy. I think we go from one lock to another lock in international feature. Um, yes. That's. I, I, I so mean, my drive my cars the consensus but like I don't think it's possible but like worst person in the world could like I can see it mm-hmm. but I can't do you know what I mean like if it happens I'd be like no shit oh, but cool. like I don't think it's gonna happen because they always if like an uh, international feature is in best picture they always go with it in an international feature so yeah and there's it's good. it's it's a it's a solid line to blend there I, I'm not um I like Drive My Car. I will be one of the only films, if it might, it might be the only film that I have not seen is The Worst Person in the World. It's the only movie I have not seen yet. They made it hard to see, but it's finally available to rent for $5.99. Okay. So. All right. Well, that makes sense. I'll have to check it out then because I liked, I didn't love Drive My Car as much as you did, but I did really, really enjoy it though. Like I, I did enjoy it. I thought it was a very good movie. Um, I wish I would have seen it in theaters. Yeah, like, so I saw it at home, and then when they put it in theaters here, I went and saw it in a theater, because I was like, I watched it at home, uninterrupted, like, I did watch it in one sitting, but, like, I was just, like, very distracted, it's, like, easy to happen at home, but seeing it in the theater, I was like, this could, like, I could change the order of my top five of 2021, which I did, like, it was in my top five, but it was, like, five or four, I could push it up, I don't know. But very deserving one. I agree. Uh, okay, so switching to cinematography, another clean sweep. Uh, speaking of which, I forgot to mention that Jacob has p- predicted both of those categories the same. Oh as yeah, we have sorry as well. Jacob. So sorry, Jacob. Cinematography now, though, with cinemato- cinematography, um, this is one where I. Um, this is one where I'm still like. It could go a lot of different ways, right? I, I, we're all locked in on the power of the dog, which obviously would make history one. First woman. First win. woman to win. But there's like... So I'm a firm believer in the Batman positioning Greg Frazier to win. Mm-hmm. And I also think there's a strong possibility with the text that people are just name checking Dune. Yeah. But I 
power of the dog. I just feel like there's been a lot of interviews with her recently. She's been doing a lot of press. I've seen a lot of people posting at Q and A's. There's like a line to meet her, to talk to her. And I'm, I'm just one of those people. I really believe like people shaking hands really makes a difference here. Yeah. And I am also, we'll get into this later. Power of the dog needs to pick up a few things for something else to happen. Yeah. And I believe this is one of them. I had like, if Dune wins, I'll, I'll be like happy. Cause one, it's beautiful and totally worthy and I'll understand, but I just, as of today and yesterday, I am on power of the dog. So I forgot to mention this uh, while we were talking um, about visual effects, but it just kind of solidified the visual effects. 18 of the last 21 visual effects uh, winners were also nominated for production design. And of course, the only there was three obstacles there, but Dune obviously being that anomaly who should probably landslide there. But yeah, I'm with you. It's like part of me was going one way this morning. The other way is going back another way with the Oscars. And I feel like we're starting to overthink certain things that I really feel like should be shoe-ins. And this one to me is like, I teeter-tottered here, but I really am going with Power of the Dog because I know there's a lot of people think in this world where they're going to, they can only walk away with director or whatever, you know, that looks like. I just don't feel like that's a a realm of possibility that is actually yeah. in existence. You know what I mean? They're going to have I to do things. But I do just want to say that Tragedy of Macbeth should be sweeping <sighs> the floor with oh every single cinematography award. And it's mind-blowing to me that it's not. But this is one of my favorite cinematography lineups. There's a few that I would add in. But I, I'm not a fan of West Side Story, but it is a beautiful movie. And this is one I would have put West Side Story in no matter what, like, even though I don't like the movie. Yeah. But just pour, pour one out for Spencer. Just pour one out for Spencer. Like, Green Knight, I just, I, there were so many, like, the Lighthouse-esque nominations that we could have gotten. And I I like everything in this category. You know, I'm an alley cat, so Nightmare Alley, but... I just, this is a great lineup, but I'm just, there's a few I'm sad about. But yes, Power of the Dog. Let's make history. Let's do it. Yeah, for me, like, uh, Spencer, that movie should have been nominated for, like, eight different things, but. It should be, like, an 11-time nominee. And, and Tragedy Macbeth should be, like, right up there with it. I mean, I, I had an, ex I told you earlier, I had an extens extensive conversation about that, how, uh, Catherine Hunter should have been nominated. It's Catherine Hunter, I think it is, that should have been nominated for supporting actress. Like she, a million percent, a million percent. De devastating in that movie, like terrifying. And and the way she played each of the witches like differently is just yes. so impressive. And I, I feel like we really took that for granted. Yeah, and I'll also, you know, I'll talk more about Denzel later, but you know, he should be running away with his another his third Oscar, but. Um, all right, so we are moving on to uh, another, well, best director. Uh, I, I've seen, <laughs> I do think it's funny that um, I've seen a couple different articles where you see the mystery Oscar people and like three of them mentioned the, the things she said rubbed them the wrong way or whatever. And that's why they went this person instead of her. And I'm just like, Jane Campion's winning this she should win this um 
should will could like yes. the whole like there's every... no yeah there's, there's... i so i've been saying this since denis missed that steven spielberg's like the closest but the problem with that is like everyone knows he has a new another movie coming out next year and it's like based on his life so i'm like they're not gonna give him one now like yeah. even if denis was here i don't think he could pull off a win over jane because everyone knows part two is coming like right, i feel like thing. if you don't know someone's coming like if you don't know when someone's coming back and they're like sweeping the way jane is it's hard to be like we'll get her next time because you're unsure right so it's like of course she's gonna continue to sweep but yeah i like we all have jane right oh yeah definitely yeah all three of us i just this is like as locked as visual effects to me i don't see it going another way and i'm just so excited that i was pregnant last year with my daughter and we watched a woman win and now we're gonna watch another one it's thrilling it's sad that it's gonna be only the third but like it's kind of incredible that and she'll be the first woman who's been nominated twice yes so like exactly beautiful stuff it's incredible i'm really it took, excited it took for what 93 years <laughs> but like cool <laughs> i saw someone yelling they were like the the um new members is working and they were someone was like not like sure but like not fast enough and I, like someone yelled at them and i was like they're right like it is not working fast enough like this is another year that there's an international feature in best picture but no None of those performances translated. Like we put it in Best Picture, but we were like, eh, didn't need to put any of the actors anywhere. Yeah, we like, put it in Best Picture, Best Director. We put it in screenplay, screenplay. but no acting. <laughs> like I just like, and that's the thing that's so funny about Penelope is like we'll put Penelope in, but we're not going to put it anywhere but like one other place. Like because I really thought that um, Parallel Mothers was sneaking in screenplay not score that, that messed up my predictions but um it's just like wild to me that like we do stuff like this like i don't know i don't know but i am yeah. i would love if hamaguchi like pulled off a win obviously it's not happening but that would be so cool i would scream i would hear you in nashville that's that's how i think you would you would be um all right, so we are moving on over to best animated feature, and and this is where this is where I think I stick my foot in and I get a little crazy. Um, it's not really that crazy. I am going to go with the Mitchells and the Machines here. Um, so I, I presented you a stat which one hundred percent put me in in saying uh, Encanto is going to win. I gave you the stat. I was like, you know what, hundred percent going to happen because. Since the AZDs began awarding animated feature, there have been uh, matches in 11 of the 12 years, which Lego Movie lost out to Big Hero 6 is the only year that it didn't happen. But then I gave you another stat where Encanto <laughs> is the 10th animated film since 89 to have been nominated both score and song. And of the previous nine, seven of them have walked away with at least one Oscar, which I'm going to follow that path but I'm just going to go in a different path. And that's why I'm landing on Mitchell's and Machines. <laughs> okay, so- All of that for you to unpack. So when I think about this, because I am not an animated person, 
but I did watch everything. I just waited till the nominations came out because I was not about to torture myself if like <laughs> something missed. Um, like Flea is the only one I saw before the nominations. Yeah. Um, like, so Mitchell's has the whole, it's a movie about movies, which mm-hmm. we know the Academy likes. It also has like producers behind it that two of, do both of them have an Oscar? Yes. Yeah. So I get, I get so confused because like one of the three didn't get one, right? I think so. Yes. Ken Powers didn't get one. Yeah. So like there's that behind Mitchell. This is like, yeah, they didn't direct it or write it, but like they are behind it. Mm-hmm. Two, that ad that got pulled that like advertised Encanto I was like, that could help people be like, screw Encanto, you know, like, like people could be like, that's messed up. Like, I'm going to vote for the person who called this out. Like, especially given like all of Disney's negative press. So I was like, that's kind of a check. And then I'm also thinking there could be a backfire to there being three Disney movies in this category. I don't think people are splitting, like, I don't think they're splitting votes, but I, especially Ryan Last Dragon, (laughs) I I just, I do think people are like, could be overwhelmed, like enough Disney. The problem is people could also be like enough Netflix. Yeah, it's going to be a Netflix filled night. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and it's like- Or streaming filled night even. Maybe if you go that route. So it's so funny Jacob's not here. So, <laughs> so like it's just I so I see the argument for Mitchell's. The only thing that holds me back is that one, it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. Two, not that he's winning for if Encanto wins here, but like just the whole he's behind it. And then it's so widely seen like people that are so far removed from like film Twitter and award season and all that have seen this movie. And a lot of them, I'm like, what did you think about Mitchell's? And they're like, I've never heard of that. And I'm like, which is so weird because how did you open Netflix and I hear about it? Oh my God, exactly. (laughs) But I just, so I don't think Flea has a chance because I think it's splitting votes. And I think sadly it being nominated historically in all three is ruining its chances of winning in any of the three. Um, but so I don't think Flea matters. I don't think Raya and the Last Dragon matters. I think Luca kind of matters, but not really because I do think people that like it are still frustrated about there being like a gay storyline and it getting taken out. And then that's all back in the press the last two weeks. So I'm like, yeah. that is not helping. <laughs> but I just, I want to go with Mitchell's because like, I don't like animated movies and I really liked it. But I'm like, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. Like, if they do it, I'll be like, of course they did it. But I just, I am not brave enough like you. I'm sticking, me and Jacob are sticking with Encanto. I, but it just sucks because I look at all the filmmakers and industry people who wrote, like, letters on behalf of Mitchell's and Flea. And it's just, like, depressing that we're just going to get other Disney movie. Yeah, it is because Mitchell's the Machines, like, it's a really, really good, like, I'm with you. Like, you know, I'm the same way with animated movies. Like, I just, it's nothing against them. They're great for people. I'm just not those people. You know what I mean? But he, but when they're, but like, when, when an animated movie one, works, 
Yes, yeah. it's so good, right? You know what I mean? It's like, it's another level. That's where we're on the same boat there. It's like, when it works, it works. And for me, like Mitchell's in the Machine is like, it works on so many different levels. Um, so yeah. Um, that's, a good, that's a good thing to go for though. Like if you're going to, because me and you have talked, we're going to make some crazy predictions because the season's yeah. just been, yeah. the season deserves crazy predictions. It does. I'm not encouraging people to make the predictions I'm making. Like I will preface (laughs) that. Like if I'm making something crazy, like don't do it. But this is a good category to do it in because it could pay off. Um, Moving on to costume design. Um, All three of us are in the Cruella campaign. I just want to say though, Cyrano deserves to win or Dune. Dune is like really unique costumes. I think Mm -hmm. they had a lot of steps to like overcome because it's a book so they're described people are very defensive over books being turned into movies and I really think Dune is so cool but I just think Cruella that stupid trash dress is like all people talk about and I don't know I like Cruella so I can never watch it again but um I like the beginning I know everyone hates the beginning, but I think it's I really enjoy the beginning. Yeah, I enjoyed the beginning as well. <laughs> but I also just want to say I don't like West Side Story, but I really like their costumes because it could have been really like cheesy, and they made them really unique to this interpretation. And um, it's a I, solid category, top to bottom. It is nomination I like, wise. I like every single nomination, and I just want to say I bullied Jacob into predicting Cyrano getting a nomination because I was like the gowns there's no gowns in this category and he got a nomination for pinocchio last year and we were all like what the hell is this so i'm like we knew it was coming but cyrano like just give it one thing like needs it they ripped it out of theaters after it only got the one thing (laughs) So, so sad uh animated short the uh don't get me started I'll tell you what I had a I have I have a harder time with the other short categories than I do this one I think. Robin um, Robin is too long. Yes, agreed. They statistically do not win when they're longer, but yeah. it is Netflix. It's like so easily available. But is it Netflix again, or could we? Yeah, be, that's uh... the other thing. Is there too much Netflix? So Cody Derrick is predicting box ballet. Which is whole, like I, I would scream if it. I can't believe this is gonna be. We're gonna find out off it, like not live, because <laughs> this is one I, I'm so excited to see what wins because that picture of Steven Spielberg with the Bessie doll. Yeah. I was like, which was at the Oscars luncheon. I was like, holy shit, Bessie is gonna win. Which, by the way, I saw the animated shorts at 9 a.m. Like all together and they are so weird and like sexual and not what I anticipated. I was like, what is happening? So I, I really, I'm going with Bestia. You're going uh, with Bestia, right? Uh, yes. Jacob's going Robin Robin. And the thing about it is, is like, if they say affairs of the art, we're gonna be like, yep, yeah, figurative problem. Like it just, whatever it is the what it shorts- is. The shorts like, always mess me up. I either get three out of three or zero out of three. I never get them right. I don't know. I, I remember when I did my predictions and like, I think I missed 
there's like obviously 15 nums. I think that was like, I think I was like six for six out of 15 or six out of six, six and nine. I think or six I and actually or something like that. got 13 and I was like, <laughs> what? But I know, I know I'm either going to get zero out of three or three out of three here. It's insane. It's insane. All but right. I'm so, hoping Steven Spielberg pushes it over the edge. Yes, we need it. Um, yeah. Documentary feature um really really loaded category um top to bottom but i think it's it's kind of top heavy obviously um jacob myself and kenzie are all on the summer of soul bandwagon which i am so so rooting for summer of soul it's not even great like it's not even funny like listen academy award winner quest love is going to be one of the coolest things that's ever ever happened yes I agree with you 100%. Like, if there's a person we can all collectively be like, this person is awesome and I love everything they do, it is Questlove. He is innocent from last year's broadcast. He had nothing to do with it. He just did the music, guys. Do not go after him. Um, I know he's associated with Jimmy Fallon. I forgive him because you get to see the Roots play music. Like, it's... I just... I love him. I love this documentary. I'm not a music documentary person. And it's so funny that two of my favorite documentaries from last year were music related. Like, but I love this. I feel like this is the perfect example of using like different kinds of footage and like presenting it in a like unique way. And like this documentary also is really like, it's a great documentary, but it's also so very Questlove's voice and like everything you think of when you think of Questlove. And I just, I really love things like that, especially like I, this is his first documentary, right? Yes. Amazing. Like just so cool. I, I got a little worried when he lost the DGA. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, what? But I, I'm like, I, there's, I think the hardest thing for the front runner and documentary feature is getting the nomination. But once they got the nomination it was like this is winning yeah because there was so much like towards nominations that they thought maybe summer of soul was going to be left out there was a lot of people not predicting it anymore we should have all known that the rescue was the front runner that was gonna miss for sure like we all just ignored that like we should have all known they ignored the because first this wave is too, too good we ignored the first wave too but we won't talk about that right now it's i don't think they like him um Okay, so I saw Summer of Soul at Sundance last year. And the I remember best watching thing it from Sundance winning this year. Yes, this is a matter of fact. Okay. I remember seeing <laughs> it at Sundance last year and saying this is going to be the documentary that I championed throughout the rest of the year. Now I did start picking up on the first wave a little bit, not just because they started using all my quotes in their stuff, but that might have had a little bit of little bit something to do with it now. But Summer Soul is a phenomenal documentary that I am just I like you said, Oscar winner Quest Love just has a beautiful ring to it. And I can't wait for it to happen. Um, now we get a little crazy. Could we get a little crazy here? It's gonna get a little crazy on the show. Best actress. Best actress has arrived. Uh, I'm gonna let you have the floor because you you I woke up this morning and you chose violence. So because you chose violence. I'm going to let you have the floor with your violence. Okay. I just want to say that I've chosen violence in lead actress since like December. I have picked, I've been on the Olivia Coleman train since December. I was like, she's going to get it. 
then when Jesse Buckley got nominated, I was like, Olivia Coleman has this in the bag. I only got worried when she missed the BAFTA nomination, but I was like fully on Olivia Coleman until everyone was sending me that um, Olivia Coleman was not named in any of these anonymous Oscar ballots. I don't read them. I just want to preface that. That's why I'm saying people sent them to me because I don't read them. Um, and I was like, if it's not Olivia Coleman, it's not Kristen Stewart. It is Penelope Cruz because that's the other, like, I appreciate this performance. Um, Cause I don't, I think Nicole Kidman is fifth. Like, I don't care what anybody says, like sure, all of them have a chance, but I think Nicole Kidman's fifth. I just, Jessica Chastain, I have never been on it. I've never predicted her. I'm not saying that and you can search my tweets and I changed my mind. Like I truly have never been on that train. I, because I think SAG was just like the only televised award show we got. Like, and then like, she wasn't at Critics' Choice. Like, so like, which I know like she's working, so it's fine. I'm not saying anything against that. I'm just saying like, she wasn't there and that doesn't carry the same kind of weight. Like if she had been there and like been schmoozing with all these industry people, I'd be like, yeah, she has a leg up, but she wasn't there. So I'm like, I don't really think that does anything and then she still missed BAFTA and I'm like I know they all did but like I'm just like there's no industry support other than SAG and the movie I know it doesn't matter with best actress specifically but like I I just don't see it and because another thing is Tammy Faye is an American role like it is an American person it is not someone that that's not she's not even like that well known so like are international voters really gonna vote for this because like the thing with Nicole Kidman is Lucille Ball is well 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 known so like yes she's an American icon but like everyone knows who Lucille Ball is so I just, I don't see the Jessica Chastain thing. So I, before everybody apparently today switched to Jessica or to Penelope Cruz, like- You should have uh, announced it before everybody else did this morning. Cause it was I like- I waited for this. I know, I know. Everybody switched. And I only switched because I believed in Olivia Coleman until someone told me that Penelope Cruz was on every single anonymous ballot ballot and the only reason I had ever picked Olivia Coleman was because I was like that she one she's Olivia Coleman she's well liked to that other um supporting actress nomination for Jesse Buckley I was like they they saw the movie like they saw it and then um I just I felt like if they were going to go with like a performance they just like and an actress they just like it would be Olivia Coleman but that same scenario, actress they like, performance they like, is Penelope Cruz. So I switched because one, every single person bullied me that Olivia Coleman was never gonna happen. And I just, I think Penelope Cruz fits the scenario that I thought Olivia Coleman was. So I have gone back and forth all day long about this category. There is a part of me that really still feels like Nicole Kimmon is winning this Oscar. I did just, I, I don't know what it is. I just, I've thought it since I've seen the movie. Is it the Northman poster? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you saw the Northman poster and you were like, holy shit, she's winning the Oscar. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I it, I just don't know what it is. Like I I I know how like revered that character is. And there was a couple of of people that like mentioned Nicole Kidman in those mysterious Oscar things and how great she was. Everybody calls them something different. And I'm like, can we just all agree on one term? Right, yeah. Every every outlet is like anonymous Oscar ballot, mysterious Oscar ballot. (laughs) Exactly. Oscar ballot. I mean, just pick one phrase. Like. I do love the idea of Olivia Coleman, obviously, because of the screenplay nob- nomination and the supporting nomination. That's not too bad. Now, for Kristen Stewart to win, it's literally the only person that I found in the last like 20 years that had done it, obviously, was um, I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, Forrest Whitaker for um, Last King of Scotland, right? That's what it was, right? The Last King of Scotland. So he was the I only person I, I found. Names um 20 in the last 20 years that won without another nomination across the board so if that's penelope, a if penelope cruz wins she'll be the first person since 1947 to win with zero major precursor noms <laughs> so with that being if said Kristen stewart wins she'd be the first person in lead without a sag or bafta nom Golly. If Olivia Coleman wins, she would be the first person to win for someone else being nominated playing the same character. That'd be because pretty cool. Yeah, Kate Winslet's they... been nominated twice with her supporting counterpart who played her. Yeah. But she obviously didn't win. So with all of this stuff going on, I really like I the only reason I I was leaning Chastain in one aspect was because she has been campaigning the shit that's out of the this thing season. is she has made it personal also yes. like i worked so hard to get this movie made yes and that really like resonates and something that i really love about what jessica chastain has been doing is every opportunity she's gotten she has highlighted her director her makeup team like everyone behind the scenes of that movie like she always mentions andrew garfield like she never she made it really personal about like how hard she worked to get this movie made but she at every opportunity is highlighting someone else that was involved with the making of this movie and ever since the makeup nomination came out like she has been like can you see believe how good they did like and then her saying like she's skipping the red carpet if so to watch them like their category be presented which i still don't understand like does it start like does the red carpet start at three at two like because is it if it's at four like it normally is like i don't understand but whatever i really liked that she said that she went out of her way i think she's like one of the only actors i've read that said anything so i very much so i haven't really seen anybody that's especially nominated wise either yeah like i've really gone out of the way I've seen like craftspeople and like Spielberg say something, but I Why isn't Javier Bardem with his never mind. I'll leave that alone. Um <laughs> All right. So with that being said, with that being said, you're going Kidman. I am going to go Kristen Stewart. I'm just gonna do it. I I I'm I'm kidding. No, I'm gonna go Nicole Kidman. It's it's just I have that feeling, it's been inside my core. It's what I'm predicting. It's been what I've been predicting. I don't know who else is going to win. Honestly, if anybody- That's the thing is I feel like a lot of people could think that way. Like 
I don't know what to do. I'm just going to go with Nicole because mm-hmm. she is Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. And like, she doesn't have a lead win. And either does and look, everything you've presented to me for the last 30 minutes has, or the last uh, five minutes has convinced me to go Nicole Kidman. Like you literally changed my mind as you were talking about how Cruz would be the first person since then. Chastain, I, I, like you, you literally changed my mind as we were sitting but here. But see, so like there's the whole, there's three people in this category playing real people. Yeah. Chastain has the makeup nom, which like there's been, it's two times yeah, it's been time. Yeah. Coleman has the surprise Buckley nom, which if anyone tells you they predicted, they did not. Um, Like, I just feel like every single one of them has like one thing working for exactly. them. Exactly. And the, that's why so many people are on Chastain, which if she does win, it's not shocking. It's not no. anything like, it makes sense. But the thing is, it makes sense with all of them. Like, the only thing that's different with Chastain is that she has SAG. But, like, I just, I don't know. Chastain uh, was nothing, nothing of an afterthought in this category. Chastain until... had the whole, like, is she even going to get nominated? Like, Forever. everyone was saying that. Forever. Which made yeah. no sense to me because she was the only one that showed up at every single yeah. like, thing. She so came to Nashville. She came to yeah, Nashville like, to do a, a Q&A. Like, like, I just, that never made sense to me that she was going to miss. But like, she was yeah. never like in contention to win until SAG. Right. But, but I just, that's not enough for me to go off of because of the way the voting bodies changed. Like, I, it's just really hard for me to like say that's enough. But I just, you could argue a point for any of the five and I'd be like, okay, yeah. They could announce any one of their five names on Sunday and I would not be surprised. Now, Kristen Stewart yeah. would probably be the most surprising just because she has I mean, the her most nomination odd- was like the most <laughs> shocking thing that's ever happened. <laughs> exactly. Like, and considering it's the only nomination the film got too. It yeah. was, so obviously if Kristen Stewart's name, like we'll be live. So I will scream very loud because I, I will be so happy because honestly it's well-deserved. I mean, I think she should be hands down winning this category, but, but I will say this Penelope Cruz is very good. Very yeah, good in parallel. Mothers. It's the same thing with Nicole where I'm like, people could be like, I don't like that Penelope only has a supporting Oscar. I want her to get a lead. And yeah. like that kind of thing could like push people over the edge. Olivia is well liked. Like she, I didn't think she was gonna win an Emmy for the Crown. I loved her in the Crown, but I would. That was Emma's like sign sealed, delivered, and Olivia took it. Like it's just because she's so well liked. Like how do you not like her? I don't know. Yeah. Anybody could win. I'm going Penelope Cruz. Ricky can attest that I did it before. Like ninety percent of you guys switched. It's a fact. It's a hundred percent fact. I mean, I, I, I'm literally, I was, hold on. I was looking, I'm looking for it right now. Like I literally text you. This was early this morning. I, I probably, cause I always forget you're like two hours behind me. So like, I'm always texting Kenzie at like five in the morning, her time. Thank God there's a thing called, you know, silent text here. Hang on. I'm trying to find whenever I text you and you decided to choose violence. Um, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Nope. That was way earlier than that one too. Hang on. Whoa. I'm telling you. There it is. I texted you at 9.15 this morning. 
and said, Ken, 912 this morning, I said, Kenzie, you're picking Cruz. And that was before everybody on Twitter decided to jump on the Cruz bandwagon. So I need you. I could screenshot this and prove it to the world as well, folks. So, yeah. and God knows. How, yeah. So it's, it's a thing. So if, if Cruz wins, I will give Kenzie all the credit. That's just what we're going to do. And that's how we're going to yeah. do it. And then we're gonna but if Olivia cat- Coleman wins, if <laughs> Olivia Coleman pissed. wins, I'm gonna be so angry because I was I'm the only person I I don't know anyone else who thought she was gonna win. So if I switched today <laughs> for Penelope Cruz and Olivia Coleman wins, everybody uh, better still give me credit. Oh, that's incredible. Um, it's the perfect segue. Oh, and to then the cat- Jake the but Jacob oh. is going with Chastain. Yeah. Now that we completely realize. Jacob's going Don't Chastain because you got a picture with her. So that's the reason why. Um, I would do the same. Yeah. So with that being said, we transition to the easiest, one of the other easiest categories of the night, and that's lead actor. Um, Will Smith will win his Oscar. I'm very happy for Will Smith because... I, I don't, it's, it's overdue in some aspects. I think the year that he was nominated, he should have lost to Denzel anyway, because I just love Denzel. He should be losing to Denzel this year, but we're not going to talk about that right this second. But um, yes, yay for Will Smith. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. Yeah. Like anyone who doesn't like understand, like, because I don't think when people say like he's overdue, that anyone really means like a specific performance yeah. per se. It's just like his body of work and his, the length of his career and like what he's done. And then on top of all of that, this is a very worthy performance. Like yes. anyone who says otherwise, I don't know what they're talking about. Like, I don't like biopics either, but like I went into this movie a little like not excited because one, I don't like sports movies really. And two... I didn't like the idea of them framing that Venus and Serena's careers were like response, like he was responsible for that. Um, And then when I saw it, I felt completely different. And I really love that they've kind of been going everywhere with him and that they're going to the Oscars as presenters. Like I, I just, I really love the performance. It's not what I would pick in this lineup, but like I would still probably put him in like probably. I don't know, but uh, I told she just needs in. Um, but yeah, I just think it's really well-deserved. I, it's like both an overdue career Oscar as well as this performance deserves the Oscar. I, and I think he'll give a great speech. I loved his SAG speech. I think he'll give a great speech and I'm excited to see what sunglasses he wears. I just want to make a quick note. If we Somebody see. Make- Somebody made a comment that said Forrest Whitaker swept. What are you talking about? Forrest Whitaker won the Oscar and the Oscar he won was literally the only nomination that film got. That's, that's what I was talking about. I don't know how to do any of this. I, I message pinned. I don't know how to unpin it. I don't really know what I'm doing here. Um, yeah, there we go. Um, but with that being said, that's what I was talking about. So, um, but moving on. All right. So with that being said, um, yeah, I'm excited. When I watched the film, I was I was also very skeptical about the movie because there was a lot of rant and raving about it. But like this man's been campaigning for this uh, for this Oscar for quite some time right now. But um, I, I will say I did have a resurgence for Andrew Garfield over the last couple of weeks after I rewatched Tick Tick, or actually after I watched Tick Tick Boom for the first time. 
Um, <laughs> but well, um, the thing with that is the same thing with Kristen Stewart. They've both been at like every single event, regardless if they were nominated or like part of what was going on. Like they were both at PGA. Yeah. Like they've been everywhere. And I think that kind of thing, like I'm saying, I was saying earlier, like the shaking of hands really does make a difference. My only thing with Tick Tick Boom is it only got editing. If it got anything else, and I'm assuming if sound was still split, it would have showed up yeah. with one more nomination at least. Um, but like Nightmare Alley getting in picture over Tick Tick Boom just really like kind of makes me think Andrew has no shot. Yeah, I don't think he does. I, I like you, I, I asked you that question the other day and it was like, who's two? And it's like Cumberbatch, I think has to be number two here. Like I really do. Like I- I. So I've thought that, but because I've even seen his name a couple of times over the last twenty four hours in the mystery unknown secret ultra ultra secret ballots that have been anonymous. Not <laughs> that's the word. Password I was required. <laughs> um, but like, I so I I was thinking he was number two just because of the weight of power of the dog, but it's that whole Andrew's just been everywhere and he yeah. is so he is so likable. Yeah, like I agree. so likable. And he kind of has the same kind of thing as Jessica Chastain, where you think he's overdue. I don't really think he is. He's very young and that's mm -hmm. weird. But it's that whole he missed for the social network and we still talk about it. Yeah. And I also think because of the whole he got in for Hacksaw when we all wanted him in for Silence. Um, I don't know. He's just so well liked. I would say he's number two. But like, if you told me the day after the Oscar voting, like where the Oscars were over, we somehow got a list of like the order, yeah. the finishing. If Benedict was number two, I wouldn't be like shocked. But I just think the likability of Andrew Garfield is what makes him number two. But I do think there is a giant, giant difference between one and two. Like I don't think it's close. Yeah, I, I definitely, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you though at all there. And like I said, in our, in my opinion, Denzel Washington should be running away with this award. Um, Denzel gave, in my opinion, the best lead performance of last year. It's incredible performance. If you have not watched *A Tragedy Macbeth*, please watch it. It's on Apple. Um, if you're one of the three people that have Apple TV plus um <laughs> transitioning to supporting actress another category that the wrong person's going to win i mean it's just a fact for me i'm sorry guys it's just i just really 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 feel strongly about one of the people but ariana debose has basically won everything um there is to win we're all three predicting her to win um the competition is interesting to say the least um I think you could, I think Anjanu is probably second. If you told me Kirsten was second, I wouldn't be really surprised there. I, I do think Ellis is probably second there. I wish Ellis would win personally. I've, mm -hmm. I championed that because she, I think everything that everybody thought could, uh, Belf brought to Belfast, I think Ellis brings to King Richard with her, uh, like the, the, she was the perfect counterpart to will smith because mm -hmm. will smith's great in it but if like ingenue's cast or somebody else is cast in that role and it's not as good i don't think will's is good so like yes. they play well off each other and she has some several scenes in that movie that just 
Like the one where she yells at him about leaving her kids at the grocery. Oh my God. Like she just. I wonder, I, I hope we get clips. Me too. Cause there is just. Anjanu Ellis is a fucking, like she should be winning this. You know, it's so funny. I feel like if you win off clips only, I feel like she would win. Yes. But I just, there's so many layers to like Ariana's win. And like, I don't yeah. like West Side Story, but Ollie will be so excited for her to win. Yep. And she'll make so many rounds of history with her win. Yes. Um, for sure. She will be, if if and when she wins, her and Rita will be the first women to have won for playing the same role. And they'll actually be the first in any category to win in the same category. Like both Jokers and then... Um, Corleone were different categories, categories like yeah. supporting like yep. this would be two of the same character in the same category which is pretty cool but maybe let's give like women of color the chance to win and lead that's also very true yeah I saw somebody tweet out that they were like you know Holly Berry was talking about how you know she won 20 years ago today um yeah and in her speech she says something i haven't seen her speech in so long but she says something this opens the the door yeah and i'm like here we are 20 years later and has it what is going on i think that's what i saw the tweet about like the academy hasn't changed fast enough with the new members i'm pretty sure that was what it was about because it's insane it is pretty insane. Like I said, it's a, it's, a, it's a category that we don't really need to touch too much on because I don't think anybody else really stands a chance. But if I heard Anjanou's Ellis's name, I would fucking jump out of my seat uh, of just a pure joy. Because honestly, like I really feel like King Richard is a movie that really could could go home with a lot more than people are going to give it credit for. Because like right now, I think a lot of people have it walking away with just Will Smith, right? So that's, that's definitely... Um, so okay so real quick like if you think about that right so best actor would go to will smith let's just say so king richard could potentially be the only win for that right debose is probably the only win for west side story right that's what i have i wouldn't be shocked if it won something else and then but the lead actor is- lead actress i mean spencer there's a nine yeah. Well, like lead actress, I'm other than Jessica Chastain, I'm pretty Everything well, else actually, is going, yeah. Olivia Coleman. <laughs> um don't get oh. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like actually a potential for all of the acting categories to be their only win. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like that's crazy to me. I didn't think about that until just now. That's weird. It's very weird because it's very like King Richard, if you're predicting, like if you're not predicting it for editing, which is the only thing it's really kind of being teeter tottered with um, and maybe song, obviously, but like it's a potential for having all four winners and uh, to win only that category, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, transitioning from actor or supporting actress to sound. Um, hang on, let me get the uh, sheet here. Oh yeah, this is another category. I think we, yeah, we all picked Dune here. Um, this is yeah I think it's doing hands down I like this is the only other one I could see West Side Story possibly upsetting but I really don't like I really think it's doing 
Yeah, it's kind of crazy to me. I, I, I don't know. Because like I said, I've been on record and I've said that I didn't love Dune, but it's a technical masterpiece in my opinion. Like it, like it, there's nothing like that. That's like in a theater experience that I'll never forget, even though I didn't really love the movie. Like it still just yeah. blows you away visually and sound. So it's kind of crazy. Uh, like I said, Queen Sleep for us, live action short. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't even realize I didn't pick anything for this. Um, okay, so the consensus is that it's the long goodbye because Riz Ahmed would win yeah. an Oscar. Mm-hmm. I changed to Please Hold on Monday and I have stayed there. But lately, I'm like, what if it's Al Kachu, the take and run? And I know a few people predicting the dress. So that is four of the five that I know people predicting. I think for now I'm gonna stay on please hold. I like I've I've been on please hold since Monday, but today was the only day I've considered changing and I was gonna go to Al Kachu, the take and run. Um the only one I don't know anyone predicting is on my mind. Perfect. But um, Al Kachu take and run it is for me, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. And then Jacob <laughs> went the long goodbye. I mean, I will I will freak out if Riz Ahmed becomes an Oscar winner. That'd be great. I just like... For sure. <laughs> the shorts or the shorts, I don't know. I don't trust the front runner in like any of the shorts categories. I don't know. Yeah, so um, I, Scott Cole made a comment. He said, I like that they include the scene of Ellis training Serena on the court because um, she was a big part of teaching them tennis also. Like, that was a great scene. It was a phenomenal scene for Such Angelina. a good scene. Yeah. God, I love her in that movie. See, I hope they show clips. All right, Because I so, haven't seen so many of these in so long. We are moving on to score. Score. Yeah, which Hans. is another another Dude. clean sweep for... For Hans um, and Dune, um, what is the last time me? he won the 90s? In 94? I think so, yeah. I just love that he like sells out stadiums like across the world and they're like not big enough to present it on air live. It's crazy because it only fits for three of these five films, but the 18 of the last 21 winners for original score also had. Best Picture nominations as well. Um, so what you're saying is not parallel mothers. I'm saying Don't Look Up's gonna win. Um, <laughs> Actually, that's my favorite part of Don't Look Up. It's the only good thing in Don't Look Up. He's the he is the master of scores, man. God, I watched If Beale Street Can Talk Again, and beautiful score, God, beautiful movie, so good. Ten out of ten masterpiece you know i i i wrote about how i i when i i'm doing an article top 15 movies last 15 years and that's all my top 15 and like i wrote about the first time i ever watched it i didn't love it but it was because i felt a personal connection to a lot of the some of the parts of the story that really took me out of the movie and Mm. then like when i rewatched it i was like god this is just a barry jenkins just is brilliant um so now we move over to song and this is where I made my, where I made my move, where I think that um, L.M. Um, Lynn L. Miranda there, L.M.M. there gets his egot. Um, um, that would be really cool. But I, and me and Jacob are still on Billie Eilish and 
her brother. I, and I don't hate it. I just I needed to I needed to I just justify my that... animated feature film win for Mitchell's That's and Machines. True. <laughs> I just I keep texting you guys like how funny would it be if it's Van Morrison? Like, <laughs> like there's no chance, but it would just be so funny. We'll just hear Beyonce's um, name. I mean if Beyonce had campaigned, I'm pretty sure she'd be winning. Yeah. But she did not. Will can't do it all, Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> um, but I don't even think. I think even if Will wasn't winning, if she had campaigned, she would be winning because yeah. she's Beyonce. But sure. because she has done literally zero events, didn't even go to the Met. Like I, there's no shot. Um, I think No Time to Die won because her documentary was shortlisted. Mm-hmm. which was shocking to me um and then to that sam smith song is so bad and it won and this song is nowhere near that bad it's just old that's why people don't like it anymore like everybody loved it when uh, it came out it's just like we've been listening to it for two years it's funny like, she would have been the youngest girl or youngest person to ever win an oscar for that category or whatever but then because the movie got pushed she's now gonna yeah, be the second she, youngest instead which so is kind of funny, funny. It is very funny. I, but, I don't know. I, like I said, I made my switch. I made my... Uh... I So Encanto winning would be like, of course it won. Like, that makes sense. I just... That's actually what I had until I realized, like, how bad that Sam Smith song is. And I was like, if they gave it to them, like, they're gonna give it to Billie Eilish. And this Billie is probably Eilish gonna be like its last its last hurrah for Daniel Craig, which is crazy to me because No Time to Die is way better than anybody has like even given it credit for. It's a phenomenal It's because it's so film. long. People it don't is. like long movies. Yeah. Which is dumb, but whatever. But yeah, I think like that's right too. Like they're gonna be like, let's give it something. We'll miss Daniel Craig. But I don't know. I won't be yeah. shocked if Dos Orguitos wins. I just, I can't predict it. It's just going to be so funny if somehow it's Van Morrison. Like, <laughs> not even going. <laughs> All right, so the switch to original screenplay. Um, this one has, uh, this is another one. And I say, I've said this already once before. This one has weighed heavy on me because I almost went, I almost went this way instead of that way. And because my best picture pick was going to be a crazy one that I felt like has been number two for quite a while. And I think that it's it's the movie that I think Coda, every, everybody thinks Coda is, but I, I don't think I'm going to go there. I don't think so. But- Okay, um, so J- Jacob, Jacob is- and I did a, Jacob and I did a space on the mm-hmm. 25th and I made my prediction for this category then, mm-hmm. which yeah. is worst person in the world. I remember that, yeah. And everyone I yelled like at it. me. And now there's, I've seen a lot of people on that, on that bandwagon. I, I have. Um, I do think that it's funny that somebody can bring up about, you know, how are foreign movies nominated for screenplay. Um, but with that being said, I like it. I think it's bold. I think there's certain categories that you could really go bold in because I think there's an avenue where I see maybe all five of these movies potentially winning. Like it's, it's possible. Like That's I really what's so funny I totally agree because so one worst person in the world could win. Like mm-hmm. there's, it's just because licorice pizza is like the 
cool guy you know like the cool person always wins original screenplay like that's the designated like Jordan Peele wins Sofia Coppola wins like it's like the designated like mm-hmm. like whatever so there's that and then it obviously like has support since it got in this category King Richard could win because yep. Will Smith it could like it's in contention with editing like no, it's it a could good screenplay. pop up and it's a good screenplay. <laughs> Don't Look Up has WGA. Like, it has support. It could win. Licorice Pizza win the BAFTA. It's Paul Thomas Anderson. But it losing WGA is just like, he couldn't win there without Belfast being right. eligible. Yeah. And that is why everyone's going to Belfast, including Jacob, who loves Licorice Pizza. And that's where, at first, I was like, should I switch to Belfast instead of Worst Person in the World? But I was like, no, I have hung on to worst person in the world literally a month tomorrow is a month since I made that prediction. I'm just going to stay with it. Sure, it's probably going to be Belfast. But I'm just going to stay with worst person in the world. I think for every reason you talked about the flashiness of this category is why I ended up on Don't Look Up. Um, I just... Adam McKay having two Oscars will ruin my life. I will stop I know watching. Ne- I will stop watching Succession. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. You're so full of shit. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I feel strongly like everybody's like Kenneth Branagh is going to win because this is his only opportunity to win this year for this Oscar. It, blah blah blah. I understand that, et cetera, et cetera. I'm all whatever, right? I like that people say. That that like he's dying they're like this is the last <laughs> opportunity <laughs> like he's not old like, <laughs> like <laughs> sorry nicole ackman like no um, actually i'm not sorry because i'm in defense of this like he's gonna be back like this is just like you know the way people talked about dunkirk with um yeah. christopher nolan like it like was, was so never- personal to him like but like he was never coming back no. to that i was like shut up yeah, I kind of, but that's the other thing though. Like Dunkirk picked up awards elsewhere. Like where else is Belfast gonna win? Song? Yeah. <laughs> Belfast peaked way too early. It peaked way. It way was too the early. A Star Is Born of this or, yeah, 100%, year. Like, 100%. I came really close. Runner. So this is the thing. I almost went King Richard. Like that's where my heart wants to go, and it did because I really. It would not surprise me, and we're going to talk about it last, it would not surprise me to hear King Richard win Best Picture. It wouldn't. Like, it's just, it's that type of film. Because because it's in so many places. Yes. And it's like in the all guilds, the right places. Yeah, and, like, where it wasn't nominated at BAFTA, it was shortlisted. And I'm like, it just shows a lot of, like, widespread support, which is why I can see it. I, I just don't want Adam McKay to have another Oscar. I, uh, we're going to move on. <laughs> we're going to move on to makeup. <laughs> I made Kenzie mad. Uh, uh we're going to move over to makeup and hairstyling. And, um, oh, I don't know why I'm not on here. Um, hang on. Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm going to. Coming to America. Uh, I'm on that boat. I love that movie. It might not be a great movie, but, um, shout out to Craig Brewer, the director. I love you, man. Um, but makeup hairstyle, it should win hands down. Like, watch the movie and explain why it should win makeup and hairstyle. Like, hello. 
the thing is like i know what's working against it is people seeing the movie but i like so it won at the hairstyling makeup guild it won like two or three things Mm -hmm. and but it lost or okay so yeah. No, but so the big thing is Cruella and Coming to America are the only things that won. Mm-hmm. Tammy Faye was there and did not win. And mm-hmm. since the guild started in 2013, something that won at the guild won the Oscar. Right. So, so the makeup either and hairstyle it's and either, guild award. So it's either Cruella or Coming to America or that stat is broken. Yeah, because um, the Guild for Best Period and or Character Makeup in a feature-length motion picture has gone to win the Oscar seven of the last eight years. Bombshell won the Oscar after Joker won Makeup Hairstyling Award. So Cruella won that category this year. It's won seven of the last eight years, which complete, which means technically... Well, I just mean Cruella's in general... Won. Yeah. Like somebody who's won something there exactly yeah. since so, it started has won it wouldn't surprise so, me if gorilla won this category it wouldn't especially but. because it's winning costume design so people sure. are going to be like check check like yeah <laughs> exactly we've seen some like, of the way these people on these uh super secret ballots talk so yeah like some of them didn't even put anything like yeah. but it won't shock me if it's tammy faye but like i just what were the cheeks? What were the cheeks? Their cheeks didn't look like that. I don't get it. I don't get it. It would really annoy me if it won. But I just want to say, other than coming to America, Dune should be sweeping the shit out of this award. I like agree. the makeup is so good. Incredible. Dumb. It's incredible. All right. Documentary short. Um I do love Jacob's reasoning for going to Queen of Basketball, which again, I think it could win. Um, But the funny thing about it is I got 1.3 million emails about this short, about where they were showing it. They had Steph Curry showing up. Shaquille O'Neal was championing it because he came on as a producer or whatever. Like they were showing it every day, everywhere in LA, as long as they could, whenever they could. And they had whoever they could get there to be there. Um, which makes a lot of sense of why the queen of basketball is probably maybe one a, and then audible is one a with it. <laughs> but um, yeah, the thing is, it's the same thing with like the Riza Ahmed live action short. Like sometimes they really go for like a celebrity campaigning and, or being involved. Yep. Um, I was on queen of basketball, but I just feel like I, have been seeing ads for Audible every fucking where I go in LA, like everywhere I go. And I'm moving from one area to another area in Los Angeles. And I've been driving like different routes than I normally do. And Audible is every park bench, like every place you can put an ad, I've seen an Audible ad. And I know Queen of Basketball has this celebrity athlete backing i won't be shocked if it's queen of basketball it makes the most sense but also it's that same thing we were talking about when i see something number one in the shorts i'm like it's either winning or it's absolutely dead last or has no chance in hell at winning yeah but somebody told me um when we were bullies and i was like interesting because no one else had ever mentioned that to me um 
but what I so I saw all of the shorts in theaters like I did the thing where you see all five um the only one I remember watching are Queen of Basketball Audible and Lead Me Home I feel like Lead Me Home really like messed me up and I don't remember (laughs) the other ones (laughs) um Queen of Basketball is really interesting. I don't know. I just, I really think it's audible. If it's Queen of Basketball, I'll be like, sure. If it's When We Were Bullies, my friend is totally right and deserves a million dollars because I haven't seen that anywhere. Adapted screenplay. Ooh. Are you going first? Let's let's preface this. Jacob has Coda before we forget. Yes, he does. Shocking. Um, Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, no, I want you to go first because you'll probably talk me out of my pick and I might change my pick in the middle of you talking. So so yesterday I was like, drive my car is fucking winning, adapted screenplay. But then I was like, the Academy isn't cool enough to give two movies not in English screenplay wins. Like they're not there yet. I'm going The Lost Daughter. I... I... The second they put Jake Gyllenhaal as an announcer or a presenter, I was like, interesting. What do you know that I don't know? So I'm going The Lost Daughter, not because of Jake Gyllenhaal, I'm just saying it's a hilarious um, thing. But I was thinking about, um, what I'm, I was devastated when Greta Gerwig lost um, adapted screenplay for Little Women, but I was excited that Taika Waititi won, even though I didn't like Jojo Rabbit. But all I heard about Jojo Rabbit was that it was so hard to adapt. I heard so much about his journey to getting the rights to it to adapt. And you know what I've heard all year long? How hard it was to adapt The Lost Daughter. All the work that Maggie Gyllenhaal did to get the rights to adapt this book into a screenplay. And I don't know, like, let's say they go Belfast for original screenplay they're missing that token cool win in screenplay. And just because it's usually original screenplay doesn't mean it can't be adapted because Taika Waititi having an Oscar is so cool. And that was adapted. And it was a very similar trajectory. Like it picked up, how many nominations did Jojo Rabbit? I mean, it had Best Picture. I think it had like six. But I mean, like, it's kind of the same kind of thing, like divisive movie that not everyone liked. It had a surprise supporting nomination, supporting Mm. actress also. Yep. I, it's giving me those vibes. So I decided today I'm going to Last Daughter. I gave up on Drive My Car, guys. But if Drive My Car wins, I claim the (laughs) victory. (laughs) But I am going to Last Daughter officially. Yes, six nominations for JoJo. Um, I mean, so that's a lot. Including more. that massively surprised for for supporting, though that was a, that was a huge surprise. I mean. But it's the same thing. Like Jesse yeah. Buckley was the first nomination read, and everybody screamed. Like every reaction yeah. I watched, everybody was like, "What?" Yeah. So I don't know. It's giving me the same kind of vibes. So I'm I'm just gonna go for it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. I I really like it. Um, I this one was hard for me too. I don't I don't really know. I, I do. I love the notion of Dune winning here just because of what you've talked to me about. Again, I, I'm not a Dune person, but 
all you the only thing that you ever really hear about this movie is it's it's one of the hardest books or hardest books to adapt into a movie and even before and it, it came out like yeah, before like, no, we heard saw the yeah, movie they were yeah. like this is hard yeah this is impossible for anybody to do and like so many people love doom and 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 for people to love it and to understand the hard process that goes behind it it kind of blows blows my mind obviously you have the darling here that everybody wants to to ride the high here of Coda. And so I did the opposite of what you did here because you went Lost Daughter because, oh, actually you're going Lost Daughter and Worst Person in the World. So that's kind of like a, a, a neutral. That doesn't make any sense. That's not going to happen. I, I should switch to Belfast, but I just, I'm just going to do it. I don't care. Exactly. I don't care I, about it's optics. funny to me because the way you talked about it made it, I think it made it put in my head. I was like, wait a minute, did she pick Belfast? No, because she went, I thought she went crazy over here. Maybe she'll go safe over here. I don't, I don't know. I, I am starting. I haven't to... said it out. I haven't said it out loud all day. So like you saying that just now just made me realize like <laughs> two dumb choices. <laughs> wow. Um, Dune would be really cool here just because of that. But I, I'm starting to, to think that this entire season's being, overlooked exactly what we're doing right now and overshadowing i really feel like the power of the dog's gonna win this i really do i, I really feel like the power yeah. of the dog's winning here um and and because it'll kind of go you, into detail with the rest of my picks for the rest of the show here too are you in the camp of like you know how people are like they're very spread the wealth i'm like i don't think they look at their ballot like i'm gonna put this here and this here i mean maybe some people do but I don't think like the large consensus of voters do, especially given like how many of the voters are like the older, been in the academy for years yeah. kind of person. I just don't buy into every single person doing it. I think like a lot of people do. I just don't. And we're think, coming like, into back-to-back years where like picture and director like went to the, the same. same movie. Like this could be yeah. year three in a row. Like it's possible that we're going to see that happen again. So it's like, there's not really handing out like, you know, participation trophies to films that aren't going to get the big awards. I, I don't, Yeah, I'm with you there hundred percent, but I'm going power of the dog here. I just feel like we might be overlooking or not. We, I think everybody might be overlooking a lot of what's going on. And I think there's a certain film that's going to go home empty handed that I think everybody is ranting and raving about right now. So um, production design is next. Well, you know how I feel here. Um, listen, there is no movie that has better production design in this category, like at least nominated, than um, Nightmare Alley. It is, it's like its own character. I don't understand like the overlooking of it. Like I understand a lot of people don't love the movie, but to say the production design isn't just stunning and immersive is such a lie, to be honest with you. Like that's such a great film. It like you feel like you're in it with them. And like yeah. I feel like the two halves are very distinct with like their production design. Like I just, I don't know. I never felt like it was a set. It always felt real to me. And I know they did make like real things outside and shot on real locations, but like, I don't know. I never felt like it was fake or like not immersive enough. And I don't know. I think it's really important with movies set 
in a specific period of time. And especially like a movie where you go from like the carnivals where it's lower economic status to like he was in a hotel that was very uppity and fancy. And then he was going to, I don't remember Richard Jenkins character's name, his house, which was like an enormous property. Like you always felt the wealth or the lack of wealth wherever like the story was. And I, I don't, I also think it'd be really cool if Guillermo del Toro had this stat to his name where all his movies always pick this up. Yeah, it would be really be, cool. It would be three for three for him with Pan's Labyrinth and Shape of Water. Um, yeah, I that's... would love that stat. But I see you. I see you killing me. Jacob is with me on Nightmare Alley. I'm going Dune here. Um, I just think it makes too much sense. Um, but Nightmare Alley, I feel like it's it's a strong one or two. I think no, uh, the tragedy of Macbeth Beth here is being way overlooked on a personal side of things. Um, the behind, if, I, I highly recommend if you watch the movie, watch the movie, but there's some behind the scenes stuff that you don't see. And like you kind of get a better idea of the the, the set and stuff like, like that. Like the, the way production. they built the sets yes, and like it's, it's just everything incredible. that goes into it. That movie just- I'm sucks. very team um, making like a bake-off for production design and costume design. I don't know how it would work, but it would be really cool. I am 1000% in support of that. Yeah. All right, so we are down to three categories, two of which are really tight races. I mean, obviously best picture is too, but but we know best pictures last. But film editing is another one on the table. Jacob went off the rails and went tick, tick, boom, um, which (laughs) I made, which I, I, this is another one. So I saw that there was a surge, tick, tick, boom's going through in editing. And of course, we're stats, we're going stats here for sure, stats, stats wise. It would be the first film um, to walk away with just film editing at the Oscars. The first film, I only like the only film lasts, I think, 20 years. And the movie that did it was The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Um, it won editing, and that was it. Um, if you could put um, a re recorded song, an original song, it would have won that too. The immigrant song, yeah, I love that movie. I love that movie so much. That's in my top three. Fincher, like one of the best movies ever made. I'm here with you. Let them finish the trilogy. God. (laughs) This is this is another category that I I I almost went. Any of the five could win. I almost went King Richard here. Okay. And the reason I went almost, but I, I didn't, I bailed on King Richard and I, I'm going to feel so bad if, if King Richard starts winning things on Sunday and I'm going to be like, I said these things. I don't know why I went away from my gut because I really feel like King Richard's in play for best picture still. King and Richard could either shock everyone and win like five Oscars exactly. or it could just, or win, it could just win, just win after. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Like There's no in between. It's there is either not. winning like five or it's yes. just will. Yes. And, and, and that's the thing. If we get some momentum early in the show, because I feel like, okay, let's just say it surprises in screenplay and editing. And then, and then it, well, the it, thing is we'll know about editing. Well, yeah. Before the show even starts. Yeah, you're right, <laughs> so, well, if it surprises during the pre-show, uh, if Vanessa Hudgens tells us live on the do. red carpet we're, during the commercials, we're going to announce, we're going to, we're going to announce the winners uh, of, of who won the categories on the show on Sunday. Um, during our live show 
But um, you're right. I think all five could win here easily, but I'm with you, Dune. I, I just feel like Dune's going to probably walk away. Okay, with- I I switched to Dune today because yesterday mm-hmm. I texted you guys. I was on Power of the Dog. Yeah. But then I could not sleep last night. I don't know if anyone follows me on Twitter, but I've been really into Titanic stuff lately. And I was getting scared. So I started looking at Oscar stats. And okay, the last Best Picture winner to win editing was The Hurt Locker, which was a clearly a, a long time ago. It's a hell of a set. The last movie to win without a sound nomination was The Departed. But that was when the sound categories were still split. So I have a hard time going off sound stats because we went from having 10 slots to five. Yeah. So I have a hard time with that. But if you go off of that, the only movies that have sound are Power of the Dog and Dune, but then Power of the Dog has the whole, the last Best Picture winner is The Hurt Locker. But that would be really interesting because I kind of have The Hurt Locker almost on the same path as Power of the Dog. I don't know. There's just too much Talk about going a great on. Movie. I love every movie she has done, including Detroit. Um, Hashtag I just same. love it. I just, I won't be shocked if they go the most editing and go don't look up yeah. like they did bohemian rhapsody i won't be shocked if they go king richard because of those tennis scenes and it's a sports movie and then it matches with the editing and actor stat of raging, of bull, raging bull which mm-hmm. was also a sports movie I just, it could go any way. Yesterday was really like Power of the Dog is winning. You guys are dumb if you're not picking Power of the Dog. <laughs> but I, I'm on Dune. I think it's, I think, I think it's doing it. I, I just, <laughs> I, I just feel like Dune is going to pick up so many, like, it's like Mad Max. Like, it's just gonna, I don't even know how many I have Dune winning, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know. Not either, but I think I'm, I'm, I'm proud. I'm high. I know that's right. I'm pretty sure I'm at like five. And Mad Max was six. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah. I just, I, right now I'm on Dune, like come Sunday morning, if I'm like, oh my God, King Richard, I won't be shocked. But for yeah. all purposes, I'm going Dune. I think King Richard wins. If King Richard wins that, it's, it's winning more awards than we're, we're giving it right now. I feel like that's the I, thing. I, like if Vanessa Hudgens is like, guys, breaking news. King Richard is one best editing. <laughs> it's like, the one thing that's going to be crazy about the pre-show that has it going for it. If it goes crazy, the telecast is going to be fucking wild, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like if, because if we find out things are going a different path before it even starts, right? It's like, gonna can go- you imagine? Can you imagine if like four oh five they're like doing one best makeup? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it just that puts actress in like what the fuck is happening? Like yeah. it puts so many categories in like what is happening. But then it's like if it's boring, it kind of like ruins the telecast right. because you're yeah. like if everything like before the telecast is as predicted, then you're going into the show, it's like, mm, well, it's gonna but go exactly yeah. If like two of them are like completely are bonkers. Yeah. 
I hope yeah, film, if, if film editing goes crazy, if like just if film editing goes King Richard, my entire next three hours are going to be King Richard's winning best picture. Like that's what I'm going to just my head's going to go to King Richard's winning everything. But just, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be wild. I or it's going to be the Raging Bull. Yeah. Together. I don't know. It's going to be either really exciting or really boring. Can't wait. Yeah. So um, supporting actor. Um an interesting race we've seen um you know obviously kenzie was very happy to hear jesse Plemons' name the morning of nominations december um, i was like he's getting a nomination me and zach loss we were like jesse Plemons is happening and we did it lance is in lance is an academy award nominee like i just if you had told me when watching Friday Night Lights, that he would be the first Oscar nominee to come out of that show. I would have laughed your ass. I would have laughed my ass I, off. Like, he was my favorite character, probably, other than Riggins. But, like, I would have just been like, what? Like, he had one of my favorite just, arcs of that show, outside of the whole weird murder? season. <laughs> outside of, yeah. But even his dad, I can't think of the actor's name, but it, I would have believed him yeah. getting an Oscar nomination yeah. first. Anybody, anybody. Like, poor Kyle Chandler, man. I know. He's but got he's his an, Emmy, so. Yeah, and he's been in a lot of Best Picture nominees as well. Speaking of which, uh, Best Picture nominee, Kate Blanchett now leads all women with nine films she was nominated for have been nominated and getting two this year this is like one of my favorite stats but then i'm also like i feel like we're on this weird trajectory where like it's just gonna happen like crazy now that there's required 10 do you know what i mean like yeah it's a lot more likely now than it used to be absolutely yeah because she's like there's two yeah there's two actors with two films this year like her and timmy and i'm like so it's just like I feel like we're gonna see it happen. Little, little Women got Best Picture, year. right? Yeah. They call me by and your no. Call me, call me by your name. Did it get not Best? Call Picture? me by your name was a different year, but Call Did me by your name Picture? and Lady Bird. Yeah, they both got nominated. So he's got what five now? Yeah. So he's already got five. Yeah. See what I mean? Like it's so. And much he hasn't more even likely. been nominated as an actor yet. So. Yeah, he has. Oh yeah, he sorry. For, for, yeah, yes. My bad. Yeah. One of my favorite years ever i forget about him i'm just i'm not a timothy chalamet guy yet so run sorry run sorry everybody run sorry (laughs) sorry if i thought film Um, twitter hated me yesterday um all right so supporting actor (laughs) supporting actor um speaking of film twitter hating (laughs) i Uh, all right so i am prepared for cody smith mcphee to win the oscar and I, I've gone back and forth on this one and I've really, really settled on Cody. And I think it's just because this kind of, it reminds me of Sylvester Stallone and Creed. Right? Where it's, he is the Mark Rylance? Yes. And it's just like, everybody wanted, everybody wanted Stallone's speech. Everybody, he was winning a lot of things. And he just came in and, and Smith McPhee was like, also, he's also been around. And I know we have the young part, part of him. It's always young and Oscar doesn't, they don't give Oscars to young people or whatever, but I am just here to say, I'm sorry, Coda fans. 
you're going home empty-handed. And I'm just so, I would be with you, but Mark Rylance won the BAFTA. He did win. But that's, that's not really surprising, though. Like, it doesn't really surprise me, though. Well, I Still, guess because... Rocky is an iconic American figure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like just, Mark Rylance is British, right? Right. So I'm telling you, I just feel like it's it's not it's not similar. You know what? But you know what would tip it over for me? That like maybe I could no, not even because the Rising Stars fan voted. I just so like I really you know I was on that train until he won BAFTA. Yep. Like until Troy won BAFTA, I was like telling mm-hmm. Jacob every day. I was like, Cody's still winning. Like I don't care. Yeah. But then as soon as Troy won BAFTA, that was my uh, I'm switching like. Um, and I just want to say, like, I don't, Coda is not, like, Coda's in my bottom three of the Best Picture nominees. But I love Troy's performance. It's the only thing I really liked about this movie. And I think it is so deserving. And, yeah. like, I can't wait for his speech. Like, you're saying, like, I think he'll give easily the best speech of the night. Like, I... He's just so likable. And Barry Jenkins, I know you're not listening, but please, I've been saying this before they announced a new season of True Detective. I've been saying he would kill it as some gritty detective. Please make it happen. Um, but I, I just, I, if Cody won any industry thing, because I kind of thought Cody would at least win Critics' Choice. Even though Critics' Choice the last like three or four years has completely swapped to just predicting the Oscars and not doing anything of their own. Um, not, not saying anything against the members of Critics' Choice. It's just very boring. Like, let's just do something exciting. It doesn't have to predict the Oscars. I say that while we're predicting the Oscars. Um, <laughs> but I, I would love, and I texted you guys yesterday, like, what would we do if, because one of the supporting like actor or actress is always first yeah what are we gonna do it's supporting actor and then like jesse plemons wins i'm telling you i look i if jesse plemons wins i think everyone should venmo me one dollar <laughs> everybody everyone in the world Every <laughs> i look i know I, I think I, it's I hear what everybody's saying i i, I, I like what, that I you're doing it I just, I'm telling you, I, I have, I have a, I, I don't know. I, I've, I was almost Troy. I just don't know what it is about this category. I'm really strongly feeling Cody's going to win here. I really feel like Cody's just going to, uh, our Coda's going to go empty handed here. Um, and, and there's going to be a lot of backlash behind that. Let's, let's not forget power of the dog is still a very well-made movie. If I was picking here, I wouldn't, I would pick Jesse Plemons over Cody Smith movie. I like Plemons a little bit better in power of the dog than, I, I really you know what's so funny is I'm like sitting here yelling at you like Jesse Plemons, Jesse Plemons. If I were voting, I would vote Cody. Like, and that's the thing. Like, I really feel like this is easily the weakest category of the night when it comes to nominations because I can fit. I can fit five better, in my opinion. I can fit five better performances. Vincent in Linden and Titan is Coleman just Domingo, one of, Zola, Coleman Domingo, um, uh, Jason Isaacs from Mass. Like, there's just a laundry list of people that I feel like I can insert here, and that's where I get a little frustrated with this category. But I just don't think. I think Coda's going to walk away empty-handed. I feel like they're the type of movie 
I, I'm on record. I don't love Coda. I think it's a very good lifetime movie and it's it's great for what it is. That it's, it's an inspirational story, but I feel like it, the buck stops here, right? You know what I mean? It should be happy to be here. You know what I mean? Like that's where I feel like with this movie and I think there's a lot going on with it. And again, when Kotsar does win, because I'm going to be wrong probably, it's going to be amazing. It's probably going to be one of the most iconic speeches in Oscar history. I was thinking that um, like, because I watch Olivia Coleman's speech. Yeah every day i do think will smith um, can rival it because i do feel will smith's gonna yes. give a phenomenal but the thing speech, is but will smith has been in like our like span yeah, like for, for de- like my whole yeah. life i've known who will smith is i was unaware of trey Kotzer before this season mm-hmm. and like now i'm like i I yell at you guys literally every other day that he needs to be in a detective thing. We were yelling about him being in the Batman sequel. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't like this movie. I love his performance. I will love his win. Like, it won't be in top wins of all time for me. No, but, but it's still going to be I, a great, it'll be, it would be a great win. Like, it would be. It's and a deserving win. He's one of the three performances I like in this category. Yeah. And, oh yeah, in the category, it's easily it's easily a great performance. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it is. There's several scenes where it just rips your heart out. It's not my favorite part of the film. Um, I I can't think of. I always forget his name. I love the school teacher in this. I think he's my fa- he's my favorite part of this environment. Oh my god, what is that's his name? That's my that's the part of the. Movie. I'm like this is not for me. I love him. I love him. I just think he's hilarious. I just feel like he's just funny as shit. I did like me. his reaction video to. Um, like coda's oscar nominations but that that's the weakest part of the movie for me i don't know i just liked him he made me laugh i think that was the only reason why i liked him the um the the ending when he says go oh my god yeah i can't they need oscar clips i need them yes as long as they don't show the truck scene because then i will be in tears um Um, but but yeah i don't know i'm I'm going cody i'm wrong i probably 99 likely to be wrong but i dig it Last, last, last vote here. Best picture. I'm one thousand percent on Power of the Dog. I, I've never gotten off Power of the Dog. Um, I just. Or don't look. I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Stop it. <laughs> I just. I don't see a world in which Power of the Dog is like last on people's ballots. Sure, it could be like fourth but I don't think it's towards the bottom. I saw somebody say this, like Nightmare Alley was a surprise being in the 10. Like we all, we, like it was- I love it, I I was shocked. Right, you know what I mean? So like, you're the one that put me onto it being in my 10 and I actually ended up getting it right because I actually went off of what you said and put it in my 10 just based off of the last few I thought it was gonna get more texts. Yes. And Which I, not getting as many texts as it did and still landing in best. That picture. is what's so but weird. What, what somebody said was is if somebody had Nightmare Alley on their ballot, they that means Power of the Dog is definitely in the top four of their films. Like they're yeah. those slow burn style type of films that are very much coincide technically as well. They're both and drive well my made. car. Right, exactly. Drive my car is as well. So like if you look at that, right? If you look at how well made some of these movies are. It really, like even Dune, Dune, Power of the Dog, Nightmare Alley, Drive My Car, these films are technically 
well-made, right? Mm-hmm. I, I understand we want the, if we're going to go with technically well-made and the heartfelt story, King Richard King should win, Richard. period. Like that's the movie that should win. Like I, nothing against Coda, as we we mentioned 10 minutes ago, it's a great story, blah, blah, blah. But if you're talking about best picture, best picture means all the way around, it encompasses everything. And and to me- Like, like that's the thing when like someone, and like we've both said it numerous times is like, it needs wide support from the branches. And part of the reason it needs that is not just votes, but like for like, if you're a voter and looking at it, like if you see drive my car is in screenplay director, like that entices you a little more to vote for it or put it a little higher up. And like, same thing with like, the Lost Daughter could benefit had had a Best Picture nomination and have been like, mm-hmm. oh, it's here, it's here, it's here. I'm going to vote for Olivia. Like, it's the same thing with like Licorice Pizza. Had it had one acting nomination, I don't think any of us would be questioning it winning original screenplay. No, not like, even close. Yeah, for sure. It's like when it doesn't have wide support, that's when I'm like, it. I don't see people like, name checking it because like they can't they literally can't but that's the thing is like there is a world in which coda goes three for three like i'm not saying it's not possible i just don't see it happening personally but like there is a world in which it happens and like everyone who is saying coda's winning best picture has made painfully obvious is like the academy is very different than it has been the last few years but like parasite and nomadland winning it had industry support. It had various branches nominating it. Like it is just very different than the way I see Coda. And like, I understand Coda was never going to get a costume design. It was never going to get production design. It was never going to get like certain things. It was never going to get, but like, why didn't it get song? Why didn't Marley Matlin get in? Why didn't he get film editing? Because, I mean, it's just, there's like, so many different things. She that... got it. Em- Amelia Jones got in at BAFTA, but like didn't transition here. Yeah. Like, that, that's just... the thing that just kind of blows my mind. There's not enough for me, in my opinion, for it to be like, again, even if we get the Coatsar win, like that's amazing. I feel like that's great. That's, if, if Coatsar wins, that's its win, right? You know what I mean? That's that film's like. It's like that year moment. for the favorite one actress only because we were all like holy shit the favorite's gonna go home empty-handed before Olivia right. Coleman shocked us all in one <laughs> and that was like one of those years where every single nominee won something and like I would like that to happen this year I I don't think it's possible so but... I was looking at that there's one fun stat I have here uh, those I found it interesting Belfast and the Power of the Dog received screenplay nominations from the Golden Globes while Coda didn't Interesting stat, 45 of the last 51 years, the Globes and Oscar history, the eventual Best Picture received a gold Globe nomination for screenplay. That's a lot, first off. Yeah. That's a lot. I understand people saying CODA, like, didn't have hype or whatever until it was nominated at the Oscars, which I understand, but, like, I people saw it enough to give it these three nominations yeah and then like the last best picture winner without the without the globe screenplay nom was million dollar baby in 2004 a clint eastwood movie (laughs) with hillary swank and morgan (laughs) freeman (laughs) 
I, this is another fun set that I found as well. Like if, if Power of the Dog does win, it would be the fifth to do so without a SAG ensemble nomination. But what's crazy is the last four films that do it, three of them happened in the last four years, which was The Shape of Water, Green Book, and Nomadland. See, like four times in the last five years it's happened. I just don't see we're in a world where code is best picture. I think it's like you were saying with adapted screenplay. I think we're all making this super crazy and 90% positive. It could just be really boring and like the number one thing that was predicted all season is going to happen. Or I could be wrong and like Coda wins best picture screenplay. Like, I don't know, like it could happen. I just, I, I just don't think Coda's winning best picture. I think, I think it has way better chance at screenplay. I really do. I, I, people that think that if it wins screenplay and Coats are wins, it's winning picture, I think are crazy. I, I don't really feel like that correlates. I don't think it does. I really don't. I don't think it, it, it does to me. I don't, I don't I, think I, like, if it happens, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, it's winning picture. But like, if it does win all three, like, yeah, of course it did. Like, but like, yeah. I'm not going to be like shaking if it wins adapted screenplay, like, holy shit, it's winning picture. Like, I just, I will be extremely disappointed if it, had if it wins song, best picture. If it had song, I would see its path, but because it couldn't get into song and like, and it's, a, it's an original, like, it should have got, like, I don't. Especially because original song is so weird. Like, and I know four of the five were kind of locks, but that fifth slot was kind of like everybody was putting Wide that open. in. And the fact that it didn't get in, I just, I don't buy into the whole nobody saw it. And that's why it got so few Oscar nominations. Because I'm like, how did it it's get into very, picture? Exactly, of all places. You can't be in picture and not, and screenplay. Have been seen. Like screenplay it was, was seen. adapted screenplay is strong this year. Like strong. Like I don't know. Like I just I don't buy into the it wasn't seen. Like yeah. I I'm sure more people have seen it post nomination. Like I for sure. We all know that. Mm -hmm. Like with every single movie and best picture. For sure. But I, I just I just, I've been on a hype train of, and I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. If you're talking about a movie that's well-made and it has a good inspirational story, King Richard should run away with, with Best Picture. If that's what you want out of Best Picture. I, I don't know about you guys, but when you watched Parasite or Nomadland, I I didn't really feel like a million dollars after watching Parasite. You know what I mean? I didn't think the whole, Surely. you know what I mean? And Nomadland, it didn't really have a, a, a gut-wrenching love story that, you know, was just beaming of, of radio. Well, and like, but... I saw a lot of people bringing up like Nomadland and one screenplay. And I'm like, I don't think anyone ever thought it was going to. No. It was like a screenplay movie. Like, mm -mm. and like so much of it was improvised. Like, why would it win screenplay? Uh, I don't know. Before we go, how long do you think the broadcast is going to be? Oh, it's definitely going to go at least 15, 20 minutes over. Yeah, I was going to say three hours, 15 minutes. Yeah. They're like, determined to make it three hours i'm like it's crazy because honestly like if you're not awarding eight films on the air like or eight categories on the air 15, you got 15 categories in three hours like i mean what is that i mean shit that's five per hour <laughs> like so there's there's five songs mm -hmm. yeah for sure but i'm like five awards per hour you can't do there's that there's gotta be there's got to be like three type of monologue things because there's three hosts all mm -hmm. like each getting their own hour. Mm -hmm. 
I'm assuming there's a bit per hour. Do we want Amy Schumer? I, I know everybody doesn't really love Amy Schumer. Do we want her just to come out and be first to get that out of the way for everybody? I was going to ask you. So the latest ad for the Oscars has Regina, Amy, Wanda. And I wonder if that's the order. Just kind of sandwich her in between that second hour where maybe nothing's really. Well, and that way, like Wanda's like kind of like the most well-known. Yeah. She's been working longer. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. And then that way, Regina can open the show recreating her scary movie bit at the movie theater like the Nicole Kidman AMC ad. I will say this. I'm not as like disappointed as I've seen to some people with talking about the like the presenters and the people that are involved in it. But you mentioned it. I'm disappointed that we're not seeing Britney Spears. I'm just going to throw that out there. They really dropped the ball they here. They should have done it. They should have like, done it. I've been a, saying for years, for years. They especially now, this moment. Yeah. Like, this is the moment to have her. Like, Yeah, it's it's. She weird. should be presenting. Sorry, Rachel Zegler. Um, I do think Rachel should be there. I just don't like the way yeah. it happened. Hmm. Yeah, if you knew the story, but, it wouldn't probably like it either. But all right. Um, yeah, so that's exciting. This was fun. I had a blast. I am very excited to be 1000% wrong on um, Sunday. I just can't wait for Jacob to hear what you did for your supporting actor. Hey, it is what it is. I'll clip it out and post it for the whole world to see. I, I really don't. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, yeah, with that being said, we are going to go live on Sunday. We're going to be live throughout the entirety of the show. We'll be live right before the First hour broadcast goes live just to chitter chatter and get prepared for um, all eight of the categories that will be nominated off the air and then potentially hopefully freak out about who wins and then go into the award show like, holy shit, who's going to win? Like, oh, my God, don't look up. It's going to sweep. Like, I mean, I'm (laughs) still. At least our Grylands didn't get nominated, like at least. Oh man, that's just funny to me. All right, folks, thank you for listening. If you've made it this long, we'll look forward to seeing you guys on Sunday. I really don't know how to stop this shit, so I'm gonna click that guy over here, I think. Then I'm gonna hit this guy over here.